Welcome in everybody, 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Wednesday, November the 30th, 2016. I'm Jake Marsing. I'm Ryan Green. We're moving through this thing quickly. we got a bunch of stuff to do on the show today. Yeah. Uh, it is our Get to Know a Bronco episode. Mm-hmm. Adam Gotsis, our guest this week. Okay. He gave me about six and a half good minutes of, of conversation. So. How do you like that accent? Uh, it's it's dulled down. Really? I think he's trying to dull it down. Right. We did talk a little bit about Australia, about how many times he's been asked questions about Australia. <laughs> His sure favorite word is very Australian. And you'll love it. You'll listen to Dingo. it. Dingo. No. Oh, all right. It starts with I, an M. Oh, then I'm not going to guess. It's, 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 it's mate. Oh. <laughs> Of course, I should have guessed. <laughs> That's his favorite word. I, I, right. I thought that was hilarious. Um, right. So, yeah, our conversation with Adam Gotsis coming up in just a little bit. Plenty of good stuff there. But, Ryan, we've got to open the show. Holy hell. What, what the hell happened out of here I have no idea. Yeah, I, like, I, I thought I was showed gonna... up, and then I walked in, and I'm like, why are all these players not practicing? And then one of them's on IR, one of them's in a boot. I had no, I had no clue. What was I going come on. out here thinking it's going to be a ho hum Wednesday. Right. We'll hear from Malik Jackson. That'll probably be the most interesting Jaguars thing of the day. Week. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I come out here and we go into the and we go into the field house. First of all, Gus Bradley's conference call this morning. Listen to that. Working over at Altitude, we called into that on Vic's show. By the way, listen to that because Vic just Vic had fun with that. But that's <laughs> well, don't listen to that. Listen to uh, Sean and Nate's show first because that's more important. But. Um, <laughs> I'm conflicted. They both pay my, they both give me paychecks. Anyway, um, moving on. You're you're a company's man. I'm a company's man. Yes. <laughs> um, but I come out here. I go. They say we're going to be practicing inside today. I kind of expected that. It was mm-hmm. about 38, 39 degrees outside when, yeah. I, when we got here. And Jacksonville is going to be like 106. Yeah. And like humidity of 200. percent So I get practicing inside to stay warm and get your work in. I, so we go down there. We all stand in that little training room down there. Wait to come in. Come into the field house. You were with me, Ryan, and mm-hmm. uh, I start. Troy, I, Troy Rank hands me a thing and says, "Hey, you want to help us count roll?" So I'm, I'm helping Troy do his roll. It's an old beat writer thing where you just yeah. go down the roster and check guys off who are there and guys who aren't. And uh, Adam Gotsis was there. Sorry, yeah. that's how I get to know Bronco. Andy Janovich, not there. Not there. Trevor Simeon, not there. Not there. Uh, Matt Paradis, there, but not. Wa- not but not, not practicing. really there. Yeah. Uh, same for Russell Ocon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey Kreider, not there. Mm-hmm. Five guys, yeah, not there. And oh, by the way, one of those guys we had heard as soon as we walked in, Trevor Simeon, has a foot has a foot sprain. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. So we knew Trevor had a foot sprain, right, Ryan? You knew. I knew now. Well, once we left the field house, I'm going. Oh through yes, the, I'm going yeah. through the day because it was shocking. Okay. We leave the field house. We know Trevor has a foot sprain. We don't quite know why Andy Janovich isn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Smythe, the Broncos PR director, said it's not its not his hand. It's not his hand. He told us that much, that it wasn't his hand. And then we go into the uh, to the press room. They do all the, the press inside today. And uh, Gary Kubiak gets up on the podium and says, oh, yeah, uh, hey, guys, by the way, Andy Janovich, the fullback that we, lo- that we really, really like and has been a linchpin of our offense, he's done for the year. Uh, oh, I literally did a double take when he said that because <laughs> I was walking around getting pictures of him. I was like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Sorry, did he just say Janovich is like IR done?" Well, here's what was so surprising about that: stuff like that almost always comes out before those things. Almost always, it'll they'll leak it. They'll leak it to Cliss. 
it will get leaked to Cliss. It will get leaked to Schefter. The, the, that stuff comes out. Or we hear about it during the game broadcast yeah. that Andy Janovich is questionable return. I don't remember that at all. I really don't remember him leaving the game. He didn't leave the game. He, he played the playing? hole on a busted Man. ankle. That dude's tough. He's I mean, a he's, tough he's SOB, broken man. how many face masks this year? He's a and tough SOB. Helmets? Holy cow. If that's, he can stay healthy, he's going to be a great player for the That's a Nebraska Broncos. boy. And starting next season. But Andy Janovich out. Oh, Trevor Simeon. He's got a foot sprain, which we didn't find out about. And he didn't have a boot on Monday. I saw him on Monday. Right. He looked okay on Monday. He was. He, I saw him in the locker room. He was fine. And then today, oh my goodness, he's got a giant boot on his foot. Yeah. And the first guy in the locker room that the media went to go talk to was Paxton Lynch, who we haven't talked to since Atlanta. All right. So things out here at Broncos are not going spectacularly well for this team. They are all of a sudden uh, in a little bit of jeopardy with maybe the most important, well, not maybe, definitely the most important stretch of their season on the line. Right. That's that's the day. Ryan, how was your day? (laughs) It was good. It was just as surprising as yours um, in terms of the Broncos. I, foot sprain seems very, you know all-encompassing. I don't know what that means. I've had a an ankle sprain. That, that was pretty hurtful. So I don't know what degree of foot sprain he has. Uh, I don't think his shoulder has been healed, so now he's dealing with two injuries. You're playing the Jags, uh, and you're right. Seven and five, you're really looking at a, a, a playoff scenario where you need to win out. If you are seven and five, you need to win out and you need a lot of help. So seven and five is a big, this is a big week. I know people thought like, you know, the Jags, this could be a a, a gimme game, but really now there's a lot behind it. So it's going to be that much more interesting. This game, Ryan, all of a sudden is fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all that fascinating. It was interesting to me, but not all that fascinating. Let's go ahead. Okay. Let's play some sound like we like to do on this show. Let's hear first Gary Kubiak talking about, uh, which would you rather hear first, Andy Janovich or Paxton Lynch? And then the quarterback thing. The quarterback thing or the fullback Let's thing? Let's hear about the quarterback thing because the fullback thing is done. It's it's happened. It's over. So we don't even have to. Okay. You know. So let's hear. That's good. That's a good. That's good radio guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> up, excuse me. Up in the air, who's going to play quarterback? This is what Gary Kubiak had to say about it. Uh, he's got a foot sprain. Uh, we got him in a boot right now, so uh, did not come over today. Paxton and Austin took all the reps, so he'll be day to day. Which foot is it? That's a good question. <coughs> one of the one of them. I know that left <laughs> or right. You know, I got a lot of things on my plate today. What's your level of concern about Trevor's availability? Uh, you know what? I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's something that he came out of the game and uh, very, very sore on, on Monday morning, uh, swole up on him. And then uh, Greek thought it was best to put him in a boot here for a few days. So he, he went in a boot yesterday, and uh, we left him in here today. So, you know, we'll see. It's a day-to-day process. We'll see, see how much ground he can make up. Was there a certain play that he got hurt on? Or? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I couldn't. I, it'd be hard for me to tell you guys. Isn't overtime? I think it was. This, I think it was the sack right before the field goal that we kicked to take the lead uh, in the, our first possession of overtime. He did actually play another what five or six plays on the next possession. So I, I don't know which play it was. I'm sure you guys figured out. Do you think he could practice? This week? Yeah, I mean it's a day-to-day process, Jeff. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see where he's at tomorrow. I mean, you're not like. 
surgery or anything? No, no, no. Like I said, it's a day-to-day -day process. We'll see where he's at. Because you had the goal with him not practicing much, are you comfortable that if it was limited this week, he could play for you? Oh, I'm comfortable. Uh, Trevor could play without practicing. That's what you're asking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trevor's, Trevor's very bright. He's on top of what we're doing. That's, that's not an issue at all. Now, let's hear quickly, Ryan, uh, Paxton Lynch's general take on this whole thing. I was right there listening to Paxton. And those scrums, those things suck, by the way. You have to hold your hand up for a long time. I'm very lazy. You you couldn't even see Paxton. Dude, 6'7", you couldn't see him. There were there so, many, so media many media. And it was crazy because it was one of those things where I was trying to wedge my way in there. Right. And I just kind of, and I started walking towards him when I saw them bringing him out. Mm -hmm. And I wound up standing right next to him. <laughs> and I just felt this swarm of media pushing me. Yeah, your wallet's missing. Yeah. Your keys are missing. Yeah, no, oh, I get it. No. Oh, hell, my real business. <laughs> uh, so let's hear Paxton. If he is prepared to play, and especially what interested me most, the question I got asked is what has changed for him in his growth since we saw him last at Atlanta? Let's hear that. Yeah, I think I think that I'll be a lot more comfortable out there uh, than I was for the first time, uh, especially going against you know a really good uh, Falcons team at the time. Uh, so I think I think I feel a lot more comfortable uh, than where I was when I started that game. So uh, we'll just see, you know, day to day what happens and. And I'll just take these reps, and, and whatever happens this weekend happens. So Paxton Lynch clearly thinks he's going to be able to play if called upon. Ryan, you and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. I think if Paxton Lynch has to play this game, the Broncos are in trouble. Not because I don't think Paxton Lynch is capable. I, I think he's very capable. My worry is, and, and I need to know something about Paxton Lynch, is he a gamer? What is he? Because... Everybody was kind of surprised when he plays the second half of the Tampa Bay game. Mm -hmm. Plays really well. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden he comes back at home against Atlanta the next week and just looks uh, awful isn't the right word, but, but not, not great. Does not play particularly well. He looked like a quarterback that would play with this offense behind this offensive line. Mm. The way it's been playing so far this year. I, I think he was a little worse than that. I, I, he was not good. He looked like a quarterback <laughs> under those elements while also starting his first game. There you go. Okay. That's probably fair. <laughs> um, and so people were kind of surprised by that. And the question I asked myself was, is Paxton Lynch a gamer, right? Mm -hmm. Is he a guy who isn't going to do super great with a week of preparation, the nerves that come with that, knowing he's the guy? Mm-hmm. In a backup role, right? I think in right. a starting role, it's different. Uh -huh. But as a backup, I think he's better as a gamer. I think he's better if he just oh, I gotta go play. I gotta go, all right. Give me my helmet. Let's go. Let's go throw the. Let's go play football. You mm -hmm. know, as opposed to the long, tedious process that occurs during the week where the Broncos ask him to you know study film and and go over that that whole thing. I think he can do that as a starter, but it's different as a backup when you know yeah. it's not your job and you haven't maybe been preparing that way the entire season, and all of a sudden, you're called upon to prepare in a different way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Paxton Lynch is really, that's his role, um, which is the role that the Broncos were asking him to fill, but I, 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 this game all of a sudden is fascinating. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to see, so going back to the Atlanta game and his first start, it looked as though... You know, the the thing that had come out of Broncos camp is that he wasn't ready with this offense. He wasn't ready mentally, ready. mentally ready for this offense. And when they put him, from what I saw, and again, this is, you know, my take. This isn't how I think, you know, the, the 
reality might be. But um, what I saw is that, okay, they they still ran their offense with him in there. And I think it, that we saw the struggles that they saw. So I'm anxious to see if they yet again say, look, I know that you're the backup. I know that you're starting. I know that you're still learning, but you're running this offense no matter what. I think if they critique or, or, or make the game plan kind of based around what he can do and what he is good at at this moment, which may not be the offense that they want him to run. I, I want to see if, if they will let him succeed that way or it's, you know, our way or the highway. I think they would dumb it down pretty considerably. Mm-hmm. They'd have to. Mm-hmm. Um, dumb it down maybe isn't the right term, but simplify. Yes. Uh, pretty considerably. Right. They'd have to. Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that's the, the million-dollar question. Mm-hmm. Now, that is assuming that Trevor's not going to play, right? right? By the way, if I had to put money down today, based on everything I saw out here, I would I would put money down. This is not saying... I'm not reporting anything, but just the feeling I get is that he's he's prob... He, he's, I'm leaning towards he's not going to play. i got to be I, I really careful about how I, how I phrase that. But right. He's. I'm leaning towards. He's not going to play. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, gut feeling. I think just. Yeah, kind of seeing today, see him in the boot, and maybe that's what did it for me. And the way the Broncos the handled it. Yeah, too. and and kind of the attitude. They were kind of down today, <laughs> so I, that wouldn't surprise me if if Trevor isn't playing. Uh, and, and honestly, if you look at this stretch of games, the one game where maybe he can miss and get healthy might be this one because it's the. Least worrisome opponent, maybe. I, I got don't know. talent, though, Ryan. I know I keep they're saying they that got talent, but you know, it, it's it's great. They have talent, and they also have a, a bad record. That's that's just what it is. They've got talent, man. I keep. They've got talent on defense. They've got talent on offense. Oh uh, yeah, and they I haven't mean, put it together, and their quarterback's throwing motion takes twenty seven minutes to complete. But. Well, see, and that's where. So we we mentioned all the the injuries. I didn't see many defensive injuries. It seemed like those are pretty healthy. So yeah, if, this defense if, is going to eat if, him alive. If, if you're going to hold on to the ball and you're going to take three seconds to get it out, you, you expect the, some sex. All of a sudden, this game might be one of the most fascinating games for me. Partly because I was really interested in the Jaguars going in. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of Blake Bortles. I mm-hmm. still kind of am because he's got good athleticism and freaking yeah, very, tremendous size. Very Jameis Winston-esque, I thought. He's just big and mobile, mm-hmm. but from a quarterback tech, uh, technical standpoint, a proficiency standpoint, everything he does is wrong. Yeah, all over the place. Like just, it's all, And he's regressed since he got to the NFL. Yeah. I loved him coming out of UCF. And, I mean, last year he had a great year. That's why I think everyone <laughs> thought he would ha- keep going. And statistically, he's still been pretty good. Uh-huh. He led the league in interceptions last year, too, Ryan. So let's not... Well, that's because Manning was hurt for six. That's true. <laughs> oh, 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 Peyton. No chill Wednesday. Oh, poor, poor Peyton. All right. Um, no, look, I, I think this game is fascinating to me. We will break it down later in the week um, and really get into the Jags. There was one kind of interesting thing today that happened involving the Jags, though. Um, Malik Jackson, yeah. former Denver Bronco. Uh, one he of the more quite the conference call. Yeah, one of the more interesting conference calls I've ever been a part of. Um he was flat. He, first of all, he was. It sounded like he was eating for the entire conference call. He can um, afford it now. And second of all, he spent most of it just kind of bashing on the Broncos, um, like and his own offensive coordinator. Yeah, like twice he mentioned <laughs> our offensive coordinator sucked. Man, it's basically what happened. Let's hear a little bit of Malik Jackson today. 
Malik, how much are you looking forward to this matchup? Broncos season kind of hanging in the balance. Would you like to play the role of spoiler against them? I mean, of course. I think that would be awesome, you know, to definitely go down there and beat the old team that, uh, you know, that lets you go. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. It's definitely one I've had circled for a long time, you know, definitely just because, I mean, it's my old team and I know a lot of those guys and, you know, I practice with the offense every day and I know those old linemen. So it should be fun just to kind of, you know, see them. But, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be fun, man. I just, you know, I want to have a great time and, and play great, and everybody go home safely. But I'm definitely uh, excited to play these guys. Did you feel like? Do you feel like you have to prove to these guys that you were worth what they they wouldn't pay you? Uh, uh, simply yes. To be honest with you, and I think that's the biggest thing I have to battle with is going out there and proving to them that, you know, I'm worth more than what they offer me, and I'm worth, you know, they shouldn't have let me go. And that's my whole premise about going out there, just being. Letting them know, like you know, I'm I'm a problem, and uh, you let this problem go. So, you know, now you have to deal with me today. But uh, I have to understand that you know, the coach calls calls, and I have to play within the defense and not let the moment get too big, or not go out there and be doing dumb stuff and getting penalties and and uh, playing out of character. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely uh, getting right this week. But I know when Sunday comes, I'll, I'll be focused and ready to go out there and just have a good day. Yeah, Malik wants to go out there and he wants to beat this football team. There is no getting around that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, he wants to, quote, ruin their season, is his quote. So, we'll see. And he a lot has a of, chance. <laughs> Shane Ray in the locker room today said, uh, that guy's a talker. That, that, that guy just likes to talk. So, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with, with with Malik. I, I've i been really disappointed by the Jacksonville defense this year. I thought they were going to be, because they've got young, talented pass rushers. Dante Fowler Jr. has only got two and a half sacks. Right. Um, but he's going against our right tackles, so. <laughs> yeah. Could be a three-sack game for him. Well, we'll we'll see about that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a fascinating game all of a sudden. Like, yeah, like and, you were saying at, at the beginning of the week, and you know, or, or after the Chiefs <laughs> game for me, I was like, all right, I guess we'll get past that. Like Jags everybody game. was talking about the Titans. All yeah, right. yeah, it was just like, all right, you know, this there was, and it really it, it wasn't that interesting. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a really it's not that interesting. It's an early game, whatever. <laughs> But now, after the crazy lunch hour that the Broncos decided mm-hmm. to have, it, like you said, is getting really fast. Part of it, too, for me, is that, like I said, I, I was high on this Jacksonville team coming into the season. I didn't think they'd be um, as bad as they are, so you're not alone. I, was, I thought they were going to be a playoff team. That's where I had them. Okay. Because I, I, I looked at that team, and I said, they've got a lot of talent. I actually asked Malik about that today and what specifically has happened. Let's, let's take a listen to that. Malik, there was a lot of anticipation, excitement, hope about what was going on in Jacksonville at the beginning of the season, and that kind of hasn't turned out that way. What do you think are some of the biggest factors and why the season hasn't gone the way that you uh, you all hoped? Um, one, I think, you know, a big part had to do with maybe our, our OC, you know, and, 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 and offense not running right. I think, you know, the defense, we were young and we still had – a lot of things we have to understand. I mean, this is Jalen's first year. You know, he's going to see every every week he's seen a top-tier guy, so he's going to learn to make mistakes. You know, you got Miles Jack out here. Same thing. And I think once you look at this team and really realize how young these guys are, you know, I think it's just we've been going through a, through a lot of hiccups and, and, and growing pains, and, you know, we just got to learn how to how to play in the league and be professionals. And I think that's that's what we're learning right now is just to be professionals and, and – and just do it every day and, and, and learn how to be crafty and, and, and you know, learn how to just, just go come to work every day. So, yeah, that's one of his offensive coordinator sucked answers. Um, I need to find out who this offensive coordinator is. Like, uh, it's this he's old getting one. some was it, bad press. Uh, Craig, is, was that Craig Roman? Isn't bad press? What is it? 
I don't know. Uh, we'll look it up no later. No such thing as bad press. Hey, we got to get to Adam Gatsis, though. Oh, yeah. Um, it is technically one of our Get to Know Bronco episodes, even though today the news kind of takes precedence over that. But I did have a great conversation with Adam Gatsis in the locker room while all of you poor schlubs were waiting on Trevor Simeon. Hey, that's all we were doing was literally just sitting there waiting. Just waiting on yeah. Trevor. I went into the locker room and, and got the chance to chat with an Aussie. Uh, Adam Gatsis. Now, now, full disclosure here. When the Broncos took Adam Gotsis in the second round of this most recent draft, mm-hmm. I was stunned. Um, I had because you hadn't heard of him that much. No, I I'd, I'd, I'd done a tape breakdown on him, and I I had a, a scout from another NFL team that I know that had kind of gotten known over the draft process. Text me and say uh, his tape is yucky. That that was the word the scout used. <laughs> So I watched Adam Gotz's tape from Georgia Tech, and I said, okay, I see a few things. I see a really high motor. Mm-hmm. I see, but like proficiently, he's not very proficient in the technical side of things. A big, I see I see upside and I see ceiling, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not going to be ready to play. And I would not have, ta- I frankly would not have taken him with a second round pick, but as I've seen him come and play here with the Broncos and get under Bill Kolar, I've been really impressed with his motor. Mm. I've been really impressed with his attitude, his ethic, his work ethic, the energy he brings. And I've seen some good things. Now, there have also been some some pretty rough moments. Um, and the Broncos have talked about that. Wade Phillips has talked about that at times. Uh, some of the rough moments Adam Gotts has had. But he's been asked to step into a pretty big role. And for the most part, he's been okay. He's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um Really interesting guy to talk to. His story is fascinating too, right? Yeah. Got I'm anything ex- on? Uh, no, I I think um, I think he he was more of a raw talent rather than results guy, and that's that's why maybe the second round was was a, a I, little I just, high. I thought you could have gotten him in the in the fourth or fifth round, which and, is where they got Malik Jackson originally. Yeah. So and and again, Malik really wasn't uh, performing at high levels until you know two years ago. And so, you know, maybe Gatsis just does need a, a, a season with, you know, Kolar and, and this, this Broncos defense because, I mean, coming from Georgia Tech and then Aussie rules football, I expect him to be raw. And and so, like you were saying, you, you may want a little more of a payback on your second-round investment, but I he's one of those players where I, I truly think he could be a, a, a difference maker in the future. It's just definitely not now. 24 years old, of course, born in Melbourne, Australia. Um, really interesting guy. Let's go ahead right now, bring you inside the Denver Broncos locker room, talk with Adam Gotsis, defensive end for your Broncos. Adam, how's it going, man? Good, good. You know, good day of practice today and, you know, on to Jacksonville. So here on, on Get to Know Bronco, what we try and do is we try and introduce fans, right, yep. to, to players that they might not know a lot about. You're a rookie on this team, high draft pick for this team. What's it been like in your first year here? Yeah, a lot of learning, you know. Um, came in off the injury, so, you know, basically just got healthy and trying to figure my way into the rotation and get out there a little bit and, you know, help this team in any way I can. How many times have you been asked about making the transition from Australian football to American football? Uh, a lot, a lot. A lot. Um, I'm not ask more you. in college, um, yeah. but um, yeah. I mean, you know, once I was in the college system, I kind of picked it up and you know understood the game and stuff. So, how about Australia-related questions in general? Yeah, FFU. Yeah, FFU. Um, on and off the record. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but um, no, nah, it's it's you know. 
it's a, it's an unusual story, so I understand you know why and stuff. So it doesn't bother me when you know someone wants to know how I got into the sport and things like that. So, how did you get into the sport? Basically, you know, I played Madden on the Xbox a little bit, okay. and then um, there was just like a local club that we saw like a flyer for on the internet, and me and my brother ended up going down, and yeah, one thing led to another, and just started playing. Turns out you're really really good at football. Yeah, kind of worked out. What's your favorite Madden year? Uh, well, I only played 06. That was 06? like the, that was the first one I played, I think. So who was on the cover of that one? It was Sean Alexander. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Remember so that. he's a pretty good player. Um, so so talk a little bit about your day to day here, mm-hmm. right? You come in, you go through training camp. Some people were surprised by where yep. you got picked. Some people didn't yep. have you going and where, yep. where you got yeah. taken. Bill Kolar really liked you. Yep. You get the opportunity to come in. What's it like first when you hear your name called and then you show up here and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, for me, it wasn't. I, I really didn't know where I was going to get picked, when I was going to get picked. Yeah. Um, you know, I was happy just getting an opportunity, and then, um, you know, being picked, it, you know, comes with a bit of responsibility, and you know, I'm looking forward to you know, impacting the team in, in the way I need to. And um, you know, I get here and just great locker room to come into, great group of guys, great room to come into. Um, the defensive line room as a whole is awesome. Um, coach Cole is a really good coach. Um, so yeah, just learn under those guys and just when when my number's cold you know you got to be ready to play so when you decided you were going to come to the states uh-huh. and play football what did your parents think i mean they were happy uh you know it's an opportunity not many people get so you know i think they were real happy for me and you know regardless of what happened with it i think they were just happy that you know i'm doing something that i wanted to do i think that's the biggest thing and you know i was really happy to do that so you know, that's something I wanted to do, and that was coming over here playing college ball and hopefully get the chance to go to the NFL. And, you know, so far I've, I've done everything I've wanted to, and, you know, now it's set new goals and work towards those. And to get picked by the Super Bowl champions, yeah. right? That's got to be extra special, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I was sitting there watching and stuff with my family, and um, really I had no idea where I was going to go. So I was, I was just happy as soon as I got the call. I was like, man, this is unreal. You know, it's a dream come true. And, um, you know, I couldn't ask for a better spot to land. So, All right, Adam, I'm going to ask you some questions that you might not get asked yep. usually. Uh, first off, what's your favorite word? Probably mate. Mate? <laughs> yeah. Come on, dude. You're going to keep getting asked about Australia if, you, if your favorite word's mean, mate. No, nah, probably, <laughs> it probably right. is. Least favorite word? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't yeah, really that's have. That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what is the best part of your game? You think? Uh, probably the ability to play both the run and the pass. I mean, the ability to get pressure in the pocket, but also be stout in the run game. Um, to be able to do both, that's 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 something that you know I pride myself on. Um, some guys, you know, it's just pass pass rush, and some guys it's just run defense. But I feel like if you can get a good mixture of both, then you know I feel like I'm a real balanced player and you know athletic enough to make plays everywhere. What's the one part of your game that you want to improve on? What's the biggest piece? Um, I'll probably say just working on pass rush and stuff. I feel, and, you know, and and even in you know getting through double teams and stuff. You know that you can never you know be perfect at one thing. So really, it's just everything you got to keep improving on and stuff. But I'll probably say those two things. I will say effort is not an issue for you. Yeah. I watch tape and you're giving yeah. effort all all the, all the no, time. That's, yeah, that's something I kind of pride myself on. So. Right. Do you have a sound or a noise that you love? No. So you probably don't have one that you hate either, not the roar or the crowd or the, no, the I mean, pads popping. Uh, I'll probably say the, the crowd, you know, gets you pretty hyped up. You know, yeah. you get on third down and stuff and they get pretty loud. So that probably gets, you know, some juice going. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, you're so focused that you're not really listen, you know, listening as much when you're in that situation. You're just kind of so focused on on the details that you you kind of like block out the crowd. All right. If you weren't playing football, mm-hmm. what would you want to be doing? <laughs> uh, probably like a GA or okay. uh, not not a GA. I mean, a AD or um, you know, a manager of a team or something like that. Okay. I feel like. You know, if I can't play the sport, I'd love to be like behind the scenes. Someone, it. yeah, someone around it. Um, you know, growing up playing the sport, knowing what a player goes through day to day, and then being able to kind of link that with the business side of it, um, I feel like would be a really cool, you know, job to do. And that's kind of what I would pro- probably do after football too. Like, kind of look into that area and you know, be like an operations manager for a team or something. That'd be something pretty interesting. So, what's the one job you wouldn't want to do? Probably like a janitor. Janitor? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that'd be Capri Bibb said that he wouldn't uh, want to work at McDonald's. That was the one job for him. Nah, you get free food at McDonald's. <laughs> See, but you're on, you're you on the line, food, right? You yeah. got you to hey. get that free food. I'm, I'm with you, man. Trust me. Hey. All right, lastly, uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the Pearly Gates? Welcome. <laughs> Here you go. Good enough. <laughs> Join you the can, party. You can come in. Join there the party. Hey, Adam, thank you so much, man. Right. Appreciate your thank time. You. I want to thank Adam for giving us his time uh, in the locker room today. A little bit of a shorter get-to-know Bronco, but with so much news today, I thought we would spend most of our time on that. Um, there's going to be a lot to talk about out here tomorrow. Yeah, really. And Friday, Gary Kubiak thinks this quarterback decision may come down to the very last possible moment. So we will find out. Uh, we'll be here. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow. Ryan will be here at some point yeah, this week I'll be again. There uh, Friday, you're gonna be here Friday. We'll see if it's early in the morning. I can be here. We'll try and do a game pretty a game preview video at some point. Yeah. Either. we'll we'll get it up. We'll get one up oh, yeah. this week. We'll I may write a little bit this week. We'll see. Oh, we'll right. see how things go. Okay. I'm kind of taking it lax on the writing since I got sick. I'm just it drains okay. me. It drains my energy so fast. I may be doing a throwback Thursday video. So oh, just, you doing uh, a throwback Thursday just, for fifty two eighty? Keep uh, yeah. Okay. Just uh, keep your eyes out on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Uh, keep your eyes out for that. Uh, we'll be out here with more Broncos Blitz podcasts. Take a look at the site, 5280 SN. Uh, Sean and Nate in the morning, Jake Plummer, uh, Nibble Just Buffs, Gold Pan, freaking everything, man. But you are listening because you're a devoted Denver Broncos fan. Want to know where to get the where to get uh, all the Broncos news that's fit to print, Ryan Green. <laughs> Uh, so we will be back here tomorrow with more of that. For everybody at 5280SN, he's Ryan Green. He's Jake Marsing. This is 5280 Sports Network.